the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. This is the new generation of talk radio in the Bay Area. This is KNEW, AM and HD, Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose. Now, your money, your life. It's Rob Black. I'm back. Let's go to Joyce, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. How are you, Joyce? Oh, I'm just fine. How are you? Good. You do anything for the holidays? Uh... Not really, no. No, you got family. Well, we're having we're having family over for dinner. Turkey, ham. What do you do? Uh, turkey. Turkey. My family was turkey at Thanksgiving, ham at Christmas. Well, several people wanted ham okay. uh, for Christmas, but uh, have a turkey. I threw down big dollars on a honey baked ham. I think it's the best ham out there. Oh, I know. It's yeah. Good stuff, and they, they they deliver it to your house, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, kind of expensive. Oh, it's crazy expensive. It's, it's it's such a bad deal, but it's so yummy, delicious. And I know. You only get to do it once a year. So Heidi's making lobsters for her and her hubby on, on Christmas. Oh, that sounds good. I'm not sure I'm a big lobster fan because that's a food that can escape before you eat it. Well, you know, when I was really young, yeah. I invited my brother-in-law. I was just learning to cook, and I had the most ridiculous things that I cooked for him. Yeah. Uh, we lived in Chicago at the time, my husband and I, Good. and uh, I made lobster. It was tough. came out tough. You can't overcook that. Yeah. And I made a gelatin mold that melted <laughs> while we were eating. It was melting. So anyway, I learned a lesson. I once learned that gelatin is made out of like cow bone, and I, I just lost my flavor for it. And I don't, well, I, that could be an urban myth. I, I guess so. <laughs> But who doesn't love Jello? Uh, yeah, we we all like Jello. I don't like Jello, but and I don't like lobsters because Heidi's gonna go get fresh lobsters and she's gonna put them in their fridge, and if they're lucky, they break out and and run. Like I don't, I just don't like live lobsters. It kind of creeps me out. Oh uh, yeah, me too. So anyway, uh, what's your question, Joyce? Well, I wanted to ask you about, and I don't even know how to pronounce it. Giron. My husband apparently bought uh, in February of this year bought Giron or Giron, I don't know how to pronounce it. The, anyway, I use Morningstar and Argus sometimes, you uh-huh. know, to uh, check. I'm not really, this, you know, that good at this, but uh, I do what I, you know, I do what I can anyway. Uh, there's no analyst report on it at Morningstar. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering uh, uh, what you think about it, because it, uh, we have a loss of $121, and I was thinking of, since we have so many stocks, single stocks, and it's getting to be quite a headache, you know, doing all of this, checking on all these stocks. Yeah, I'll talk about a little Geron for you for sure. Okay. Um, for the re- a Geron is an elder of an Orthodox 
monastery, just to let you know. It's kind of an odd little thing that people don't know. But it's also an American biotech company located in Menlo Park. They're doing three things. They're doing therapeutic products for cancer that inhibit telomerose. I'm saying that incorrectly. Pharmaceuticals, they also do, that activate this telomerase in issues, tissues impacted by cell aging, injury, and degenerative diseases, and cell-based therapies derived from human embryonic stem cells. So there you have it. Let me throw out, they're kind of doing a, a fountain of youth drug. They're trying to figure out, like, you're a little bit older than me, so your arteries are a little bit harder than mine, and hard arteries eventually blow up and cause heart attacks. And mine might be harder than yours. You know, I might have eaten more fried chicken, and who doesn't love fried chicken, um, than you have. Now, the company, you know, the embryonic stem cells, Democratic president, clearly better for embry- embryonic stem cells than a Republican president. Uh, the company hopes to parlay its work into viable therapies for diseases and conditions. One of their lead products is called GRN OPC1 for spinal cord injuries. It was approved to enter the world's first human clinical trials. It's all about the clinical trials, so it's very, very tough for me to tell you what's going to happen. Last year, they had $2.8 million in sales, and that's tiny. I can't analyze biotech companies as well as I can analyze banks, as well as I can analyze tech companies, as well as I can analyze retail. It's just tougher for me because it's all about if they have a breakthrough drug, it's a home run. And if they have a breakout drug that causes cancer and kills you, it's a strikeout. So it's very Barry Bonds oriented. In the last year, it's gone, in the last few years, they've gone from 3.3 million in revenues to 7.6 to 2.8. Now, in that time, they've lost money. So they're not a profitable company. So it's a kind of a role on the future. I would call it speculative. Um, again, if they hit a home run, it is a huge home run. But if they strike out, it's a huge strikeout. You can have one or two of these in a portfolio of 20 stocks, but not much more. Um, recently on December 8th, they announced the presentation of data from their phase two trial on a dendriatic cell vaccine targeting telomerase in patients with acute uh, leukemia. Uh, let's see what it does. The multi-center open-label trial designed to evaluate the feasibility and manufacturing safety and tolerability of a vaccine regimen. They're pleased to have met their endpoint for safety and tolerability. So they're through phase two, or they're some some of their tests have got through phase two. Then they got to get through phase three, and then they got to call the FDA and say, FDA, please approve this. And the FDA is going to look at their phase one, phase two, phase three trials, and they're going to say, mm, you didn't include any Latins. Go back. Or they'll say, you didn't include any women under the age of 30. Go back. Or they're going to say, you know what? This data looks good. Home run. Congratulations. Go sell. So it's a very tough company to analyze. And that's what I'm going to hide behind. Let's go to Joey. Joey, how are you? Uh, what's up, Rob? This is your blackhead Joey on the phone. Wanted to say Merry Christmas, and I had a quick, quick question for you. I have a question for you. All right. Okay. You want me to ask first, or do you want to ask me first? I'm going to ask you first. Okay. You know who Prince William is, right? Uh, yeah. He's the son of Princess Diana's kid. He spent... Yeah, yeah, and his dad is the guy with the big ears that talks about global warming stuff when he knows nothing about weather or climate change. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, I think we're kind of on the same person. I think we kind of agree on who Prince William is. Um, he's second in line to the throne. He was exposed to some of the hardships found on London Street when his mother, Princess Diana, took him to a shelter in 1996. He was just 13 at that time. So now he just spent the night homeless on London streets. Do you really think he was homeless or did he have a castle that he can go back to? Uh, bro, I think he was definitely sheltered. He was not homeless. That's just a publicity act. I think so too. Yeah. That, that's like, uh, that's like when stars are photographed doing charity things. They're only there for like 
four minutes, and then they go after the Polaroid. But, hey, my question for you, bro, is uh, are you going to make some Christmas cookies comprised out of old people and their gallons of prune juice? I'm not planning that, are you? <laughs> no, I, I'm just joking about I, I don't have the ingredients, but I was just talking about your uh, your jokes about, you know, getting rid of the old, making them into bakery goods. But, yeah, dude, I just wanted to say that. But moreover, man, Merry Christmas, and you're gosh darn right I have you on my podcast, man. podcast is loaded. Don't you have a grandmother? Uh, no, nah, man. She's she's warm food. No, you told me a couple months ago you were living with your grandmother. Eh, well. Uh-oh, your story's like, changing. She was, like, kind of not really my grandmother. Okay. No, she... my, story, my story's not changing. The only thing I'm changing is uh, my shirt. I'm going to iron my Golden State Seals hockey jersey soon. Is that you who wears the Golden State Seals? I'm eating one of Heidi's uh, gingerbread cookies. Yeah, do you remember the Golden State Seals? I do. Cool. They cool, played at yeah. the Cow Palace, right? Yeah, the, um, uh, Oakland, I think. I, I was not. Right. I was. Uh, I was in my dad's. You know where at the time, but yeah, I think the. I think Oakland. You were in your dad's what? Uterus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your dad doesn't have a uterus. Touche. He doesn't have a uterus, man. He has a breast milk pump. Hey, uh, what kind of what kind of bakery goods are you eating? The Heidi made. She made a gingerbread cookie. That I'll be quite honest with you. Man, good. I bet it's good. I bet she could make some some good stuff like Penang curry Thai food or something. I don't know. Can she? I don't think she makes ta- uh, Thai food. She's a vegetarian, but right. she does eat she does eat lobster. Yeah, well, lobster is not a vegetable, but that's cool. I like Heidi. Uh, you know, there's there's a horrible joke that I can't go about my favorite vegetable. T- Terry Shivo. Terry Shivo. Dun dun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, put a little holidays on her. Mmm, yummy. Um, these gingerbread cookies. They taste great. They're incredibly chewy and good, Heidi. But the aftertaste is pretty harsh. I don't know what you do about that. It's 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 heavily ginger. So, as Bill Martin, when weather guy would say, "Yep, yep, yep, okay." And then do you do another bite? Yep, yep. Let's take a look. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Happy holidays, Joy. Uh, thanks for calling in. You've been kind of fun this year. Although some of your calls have been flops. Some of them have been home runs. You're the Barry Bonds of the Rob Black Show, 910 a.m. Talk910.com. Blackheads, I'm going to go check you out at talk910.com. Oh, it's like the Sahara. It's dry. Need a drink. <laughs> it's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. We'll be right back. Get in the Rob Black chat room live now. Go to talk910.com. Go to the Rob Black page and click play. Last time, last year, this time I was working for CBS 1550. I was working with Heidi and let's just say I didn't much care for it. Um, I'd get in at seven o'clock. I'd work till nine. So I was getting up at four, sometimes 330 to do my prep work. Ask Heidi. I do 100 pages of prep work a day for the show. It's hardcore stuff. Um, but I came over to Clear Channel with Heidi. Um, and I was like, wherever I go, she goes. I mean, she's my partner now. Not for life. We haven't made it for life. But I think we're we're kind of radio partners, so to speak, for life. Um, I, was, I was writing out a Christmas card for her last night. And I was like, do you use the word love? Because that's probably really inappropriate. Too much, too much. But one of the people here at Clear Channel I got to meet because I'm working at Clear Channel. Coolest place in the world. Roy Lamella. How are you, Roy? 
Hello. Is this on? There we go. We're on. We're on. I'm all right. How you doing? Good. Now you do the traffic here. Yes, I do. And I think you do a great job. Well, thank you very much. Yesterday, though, in the morning, <laughs> you did a really sloppy report where it almost sounded like you're drunk or high or you couldn't read the writing. Well, it was an odd report. It, it was. A, it was a long night. They can't all night. be home. They can't all be home runs, right? No, they can't. If I bat three hundred, one for three, yeah. I think I'm good. That's pretty good. But it was it was a, it was a long night that night. Actually, uh, it was coming from my other job, which is something you and I talked about because um, you got into, radio doesn't pay a lot. No, it doesn't make you a millionaire. <laughs> no. I, I do this because I love it. You do it in large part because you love it. Right. So you got you picked up a second job. We talked about this before in the past. What do you actually do for a living? A uh, second job. Yeah, I moonlight at a uh, at a club. A gentleman's club. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. No, no. <laughs> let's, let's say my name is Tiffany. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to come up on stage. What would you say? All right. uh, let's say uh, there's a dancer on stage. I would say, uh, Tiffany, stand by one song away from main stage here at... Well, I don't want to say the club just for here. Um, and then when you're coming on stage, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the main stage, Tiffany, for the first of two dances. She'll be available for tableside dances later on tonight after she gets off the main stage. Now, that puke voice. I love that. I love that. I can't do that. <laughs> you can't? No. I, Even I, if you tried, would you? I can't do it. it it's, I would love to. Work as a DJ at a strip club? Yeah, DJ slash MC, yeah. MC, exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm also in charge of uh, their music as well. Which is... You're the most powerful person in that club. Uh, yeah, I control the flow. I control the, uh, the the scheduling when the girls go on stage. And matter of fact, the, the 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 song that we're playing in the background, I actually play that when we introduce all the girls on stage at nice. once. Yeah. Okay. So now, obviously, Heidi has been there. <laughs> how's business been doing? You know what? Surprisingly, what when was this? I think I started that uh, six months ago, and it was okay. But as uh, as we get as it got closer and closer to the holidays, it's been slowing down just a little bit. Okay, but it's been inconsistent. There guys, be times... guys go home to their wives instead of uh, yeah. the strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're they're so romantic during the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but, but there are that we'll have days where it, it's packed in there. It depends on what's going on in the city. If there's like a a convention in town, how's the food at strip clubs? It's surprisingly pretty good. We got a um, the one that I work at. We got a pretty good uh, kitchen staff. We got a real good chef. Uh, we I had a strip steak, nice. no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but uh, six ounce strip steak with uh, some potatoes, and that was actually pretty good. Okay, now the girls. Yeah, you could make or break them. Yes, I could. Like the, you could play Dido and ruin them. Yeah. Oh, or, and or you could play girls, 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 and they make tons of cash. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and when when you play a song that they don't like, they'll give you that look, like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like uh, it, just this cold stare. Do you get any free dances? Because you're you're God. You are God <laughs> in a strip club. Not 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 really. I mean, uh, just maybe about a few seconds here and there for a, a dance. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, that's right before they go on stage, that's a good perk of the job. It's it's all right. I'm assuming you're single. Yes, I am. I would not be doing this if I wasn't single. I, I can't imagine. I think yeah. a, a spousal unit would be very unhappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, to find out. But however, I mean, I think there are, if I'm not mistaken, there are a couple of guys who are involved in a relationship and, and work, and their significant others aware of it. <laughs> I once dated a girl who, uh-huh. uh, when we broke up, yeah, she her job changed, and she said she got a job uh, waitressing. Uh-huh. And uh, it wasn't really waitressing. <laughs> It wasn't. No, no, no. It was. Um, it was the penthouse club. What's that one called? Ooh, was it Hustler? Larry, it was Larry Flint's club Hustler. or Hustler? Hustler. Yeah, yeah, it's Hustler Club. And is... uh, 
I I couldn't look at her the same way after yeah. that. It was just it's weird. It, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of strip clubs. Yeah, because the fantasy doesn't work for me. Yeah, you're just not. They're just there and they're just there. They're just meat. Yeah. And see, I like the I like meat with clothes on. <laughs> And I like seducing that meat or talking to that meat and making her laugh at my jokes and taking the meat, the clothes off. That's an interesting way of putting it. So packaged meat, so to speak, yeah. versus unpackaged meat. Yeah. But lately, as I've been talking to at least some of the uh, some of the employees, they say, man, you missed the good old days or the yeah. good times. When oh, yeah, it was, Yeah, when it was busy, you know. And, I mean, obviously with the, with the downturn of the economy, I mean, they're seeing it. That's, you- some of the girls are um, Some of the girls are hurting. Yeah, well, if they remember the good old times, they're a little bit older now. <laughs> yes. And that's that not too. exactly the best recipe for a, a great dancer. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to exaggerate good old times, but I mean, uh, they said uh, just about year, two, three years ago, it was slamming out there. But now, because of the economy the way it is, yeah. it's a little slow. So I got to ask, and you, you're allowed to say no or no comment. Okay. Any prostitution? Any Anything that goes beyond a lap dance? I could say, to my knowledge... I can honestly say yeah, yeah. that they're in in the club that I work at. No, okay. Because remember the girl that I was telling you that that I dated. Yeah, some guy came up to her and said, "I'll give you five hundred dollars to watch you and your boyfriend wow. knock boots." <laughs> and I, I came close to like, "I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was close, and then I was like, wow. "Somebody he could like stab me in my back or something." He like just might. You just got to be careful. Exactly. So what else do I need to know about strip clubs? Um, are one dollars are out of favor? Or no, we got plenty of dollars. Matter of fact, um, uh, you can uh, if you need ones, they'll have ones there waiting for you. So ones are no they're not offensive to women. No, okay, no, not at all. Now, if you make it rain, quote unquote, make ones. That's okay. where you throw a bunch of dollar bills up in the air. Oh, yeah? and it just kind of drizzles down like really? it, quote unquote I've rains. Never, I've never done that. Oh, that, that's that's the best feeling of the world for some of these uh, for some of the dancers. How about quarters? <laughs> That's, no, no. I, I've never seen change or roll of quarters thrown. <laughs> Does on do any of them have change makers, and they'll give you like uh, yeah, a couple a to- quarters back? A token machine, a token machine on, on their head. <laughs> they can exchange, but no, I've never seen change. How about like food stamps? Stage. If I had no money, could I give them food stamps? Wick is what they <laughs> staple. Wick receipts. Uh, no, they, they haven't that either. Basically, a bouncer would kill me if I went into a strip club with a sense of humor. <laughs> well, some of them are cool, but I mean, when you start throwing. Hard objects at the dancers. I think yeah. you, 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 there's a good chance you'll be taken yeah. out. 86th. Yeah. And <laughs> is there an actual bar at your place or do you have to yes, bring your own is. beer? No. <laughs> uh, some some places make PBR. you bring your own beer. Uh, really? Yeah. Like in uh, Washington, D.C., there's places that you have to bring your own because uh, the club can't do both. You can't you know, have topless women and... And liquor. It, the liquor license doesn't work that way in some states. I did not know that. Yeah. Now we're, we got a full-on bar. Okay. Yeah, it's so. a full bar. Well, get, I guess get out of my studios. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, or holidays? I b- believe it or not, our club is open on Christmas Day. <laughs> nice. And I am working on that day. That's going to be a packed house, not. Well, yeah, exactly. Which I, my, my eyes open when is that you got to work Christmas? I'm like, okay, because I guess the, the 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 idea is a lot of families will be spending time with each other Christmas Eve, the yeah. night of Christmas Eve, and into Christmas morning. Yeah. And then I guess Christmas night, everyone gets just so sick of each other and presents and all this holiday music that they want to go out and have some. How much money can you make as a strip club DJ? Well, I'm, uh, as a DJ, I could say that I'm making minimum wage. Minimum wage, and, yeah. but the girls tip you. Yeah, they do tip you up. So okay, yeah, that's not good. I, I thought you were making more than minimum wage. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't, I wouldn't be working here if that was the case. You're working long hours there, right? Uh, it's a it's an eight hour shift. Okay. And, 
they close like at two? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They open at six, close at two. Okay. Well, I got nothing else for you. All right. Thank you. Get out of my studios. Thank you. Your Honor. Roy Lamella, you can hear him here on 910. He does the traffic reports. His voice is like butter. I wish I had a voice like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're too kind. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's get a break. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. It's 910 a.m. I'll jump on the blog, talk910.com, talk910.com. I know. That was one of my better interviews. Heidi says my interview skills aren't that good. I I beg to differ. I'm Rob Black, 910 a.m., more stimulated talk. Get in the Rob Black chat room live now. Go to talk910.com. Go to the Rob Black page and click play. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I'm Rob Black, like I said that too many times. Yesterday I was in my boss's office at Cron, Cron 4, a guy named um, Brian Greif, and he's a great guy. Sadly, he's my third boss there in seven years. Lots of turnover. A guy named Dino Dino Laurentis or something along those lines, and um, Mark Antonidis. I love Mark Antonidis. He was a great guy. Um, but Brian's a great guy, too. So anyway, we were talking about what we're going to do in 2010 on Channel 4 Cron. And I could use your opinions and your ideas. I'm going to be doing little segments. They want faster, more little segments. I'm gonna, I know one thing. I'm going to do them off prompter because I hate prompter. It's too constrictive. I don't have a prompter on this show, and it's good stuff. Um, what do you want me to do on TV? I, I have four segments. You know, one thing like I'm going to do, I don't know, like, Jay Leno does that top 10 at 10 thing. Maybe I could do the top four at four. I don't know. Something like that. That It has to break tradition. And again, dear God, am I going to copy Jay Leno? No. I think he's the lamest late night talk show host of all time. I think he's horrible. I think if you like Jay Leno, you basically like Wonder Bread. And that's a problem, America. It's a problem. My favorite talk show host late night, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. He recently did... um. Uh, his thousandth episode as, as a puppet. His whole show, he was a puppet. The characters that he played, like uh, Aquaman, he still stayed as a puppet. Um, Sean Connery was a puppet who was drinking Jim Beam, which is nothing funnier than seeing a puppet drink Jim Beam. Uh, his guest, he interviewed as a puppet. So he had Kristen Bell on, who I think she is silly, bazilly good looking. Like, she's a really good looking woman. Um and at one point in time, he's, he's an alligator puppet, and he's talking to her, and she goes, you got big teeth. And he, he goes, at some point, he goes, I'll eat you. He says, watch out, I'll eat you. And then he goes, ha, 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 ha. yeah, it's a sexual innuendo. <laughs> so being a puppet is pretty liberating. Um, I like Craig Ferguson. I, th- I think he's the best of the best. Um, let me go forward. So yesterday, I was in my boss's office. I'm not going to do puppets on television. But I want some good ideas from you. You can send me emails at rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com. What do you want from me? I'm offering you a chance to program television. So yesterday I was, talk- I was in his office, and I go, you know, I like what I do, but it's kind of TV, it gets lost because you got to do it fast and furious. The average TV viewer, they go there because they feel like, what if the world's burning down? Okay, it's not burning down. I can leave. What if there's a hurricane coming? No hurricane coming. I can leave. 
So they're there for a very short period of time in news. They check in on news. Whereas in radio, they listen intently. I like radio. It's different. It's, I'm better at it. So anyway, I sit in his office and I go, you know, I, I so badly want to tell people Alcoa and Intel did well today. Yesterday, Alcoa and Intel were rock stars. And why do you care? Why does Heidi care? Heidi's my radio producer. She's lovely. She's talented. She's beautiful. She's got a great husband who she's cooking Christmas lobster for. Why does she care that Alcoa had a good day yesterday? She doesn't own any Alcoa. She does own a home, though. And what's good for Alcoa is good for the economy. And what's good for the economy is good for home prices. That's why you should care. Intel is not a play on the fastest, coolest semiconductor in the world. Intel is a play on butts. Butts in seats. How many people are working? They get new computers. Or they get a computer. So that's what I want to do. But it's tough. TV is a medium that just really doesn't open itself up to a lot of, of, of stretching. I like to stretch my legs. It's very tight. It's very controlled. So if you want to have any feedback from me on what you want me to do on TV, email me, uh, rob at robblack.com. And any photos are more than welcome, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Sad thing is women who like financials, they tend to be over 50 and don't send me over 50 photos. I'm not that guy. <laughs> it's good to meet in Brisbane. Emil? Ambassador, good morning. Good good day, Emil. This is twice this week. I I, I got to put you on phone restriction after this. Yeah, but uh, you dumped me on the first one, so I didn't get on. Did I dump you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with Durst. With Will Durst. You like Will Durst? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were killing that segment, though. Sometimes, Emil, you can be a, a, a hot air balloon letter outer. Sure. And I'm I'm flying five thousand feet above the ground, and you're killing me. <laughs> but I got an idea for 2010 on your Channel Four. What's the idea? Well, if you could feature a particular city every day, and how the market or what that particular city um, offers to the particular area, Channel Four viewers, of course. If you talked about Concord or or Brisbane or your hometown of San Carlos. Something like that, and how the market would affect it, how it's doing in relation to the rest of the cities in the particular area. That might really jiggle the viewing public if they knew that their city was going to be featured on Crown 4. You know, the downside of that, Emil, is when I do Fremont and I go, it's a crap hole. No, that's the beauty of it. When I do Concord and go, it's a crap hole. No, that's the beauty of it. When you say San Mateo is the armpit, I mean, that really gets people listening and why and so on. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, though, you're asking me to do. Yeah, but you get paid the big dollars. Do you know how much I get paid? You're not going to tell me. Well, let's just say I'm living off my 20s and my 30s. <laughs> Too much time at the Camelot Club over there in D.C., huh? <laughs> You've been to Camelot? Camelot, the Crystal City Restaurant, the Ferlito Club. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're an ex-DEA agent out there. Yeah, Camelot's was, uh, it was, it was probably the better strip club. And I went when I was 18 because in D.C. you can do that. You were able to drink then. Um, and I had a fake ID because actually get this email. The cutoff date for drinking in DC was October one, 1968. And I was born October eight. I missed the cutoff for the legal drinking age by seven days. Doesn't that suck to be me? It didn't stop you any. No, it didn't stop me. I was rolling clay. That was my, um, my ID. Name. Oh man. What a, what a great place to go. Camelot's <laughs> was uh, considered pretty upscale. Girls would dance on the bar in front of you. Oh, yeah, and the food was even better at the Crystal City restaurant there in Arlington. It was, you could get a cheap prime rib, like five ninety nine or something, I oh, remember that. Oh, my God, well, those were the good old days, Rob. But, Emil, I didn't actually go because strip clubs kind of, they, they turned me off. 
My friends would go, but not, not me. I know the music was loud, but the food was good. Yeah, yeah. See, again, that's something I don't cross that line. I don't eat food at strip clubs because I, I, the, you mix pubic hairs and, and meat. No, 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 no. Oh, you're living a charm life, Rob. I am living the charm life, aren't I? It's good to be me. <laughs> life is good. Life is good. Thanks very much, Emil. Have a good holiday season. 10 4. 8. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. All my friends are stopping by. My Emils, my Joeys. How about you? Where are you in this? It's funny that he do East Coast strip clubs. That tells you something about Emil, doesn't it? 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's move forward with a little bit of content. The United States pays are. He's saying that he's going to let AIG give bonuses. A couple weeks ago, he was like, nope. And then AIG employee said, we're friggin' leaving. We ain't sticking here. Screw you. See you later, buddy. So they, they decided to leave. And he's like, okay, 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 okay. He's going to let them have bonuses. Didn't really have the, the spine to stick with what he had to say. And again, I promise you one thing. When you don't know something, you don't know. And most of the listeners in the Bay Area have no clue how Wall Street works or how important investment banking is to the United States, especially the state of California. We've borrowed billions and billions and billions of dollars this year, the state of California has, from Wall Street. If they didn't give it to us, we'd be firing teachers. If they didn't give it to us, we'd fire policemen. Now, what we're actually doing is we're delaying having to fire those people because we're certainly not pulling in the taxes to cover our bonds. So it's going to happen at some point in time. But Wall Street's important, and I'm telling you, you don't know nothing about how Wall Street actually works. Let's go to Sharon in Santa Rosa. Rob, I'm calling to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thanks, Sharon. And to tell you why it's good to be an old person who is retired and not to get rid of us. Okay. Because when we're retired, we actually get to go down to L.A. and see the Craig Ferguson show taped. Oh, you've seen Craig Ferguson live? I did, and I actually saw him three weeks ago when he did the promo for the puppet, the alligator puppet. But you didn't see the Thousands episode? No. That Thousands episode. Did you watch it, Sharon? No, because he comes on too late for us old people. Well, you, there's there's something magical called a VCR or DVR. I know. I have a husband who knows how to run it. I don't. That's great stuff. Oh, yeah, but he was great, and he actually tapes at 5 in the afternoon, so I could stay up for that. Okay, okay. Do you have family down in L.A.? No, we just flew down to do that in the Ellen Show because Ooh. we're old and we can. Okay, I'm with you. Okay. So how, old, how old are you? Uh, 63. Okay, what's the worst part about being old? I don't recover as quickly from injuries. Otherwise, it's fabulous. What sort of um, injuries have you had? Oh, just every day, like tripping, twisting, nothing major. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, so I enjoy your show immensely, so thank you for all the laughs. You're very, very kind. Thanks for the call. Okay, bye-bye. So, and I'm glad that she gets it. I'm glad that she gets uh, that there's laughs here. So... Anyway, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to bring on, bring it on. Uh, we're wrapping up the show today. we got a sh- another show tomorrow. Citigroup was hacked by a bunch of Russian hackers. I know you can't make that up. No information was gained, but Russian hackers and the FBI is looking into it. Brings up a good question. How much information is out there on you? Do you check your credit report? You should. It's Rob Black Show, 800-345-5609. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial.
Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. We're wrapping up the show today. Let's see if I have any super financial news that I have to get to that I haven't gotten to. Hearing a rumor today that Amazon.com is looking to acquire Netflix. I think that could happen, and I think it would make sense. I think Apple should acquire Netflix. I think Microsoft should acquire Netflix. Someone should acquire them because standalone service, I don't think they're going to last. But as far as the service they offer in the next 10, 15, 20 years, I think it's still relevant on some levels. Now, Apple valuation is attractive. Some people say, should I buy Apple? There's different ways of looking at it. You could look at the price to earnings, not so attractive. But if you look at it on the free cash flow and look forward to many more new products coming out next year, I think so. They got 27-inch iMacs. They continue to have lead times of up to two weeks. Apple's working through a graphics issue right now, but you know they're seeing strong demand. I think they got a lot of growth, a lot of growth tied towards their Macs um, next year. And also the tablet, I think, is going to be nice, but I don't know much more about that. Yelp turned down Google. There was rumors that Google was going to buy Yelp. They backed out of acquisition talks over the weekend. Yelp received interest from another company for about 50% more than what Google was willing to pay. It's nice to be caught in a price war. 800 800- Three four five five six three nine. Yahoo imposing their first worldwide mandatory holiday shutdown, trying to save some do re me. Hmm. What else do we got? Foreclosures are up. Troubled home loans continue to mount in the nation's banks in the third quarter, even as some solid borrowers increasingly fell behind on their mortgage payments. So, top level mortgages people are falling behind on. Serious delinquent mortgages, loans that are sixty days or more past due, there is six point two percent. Year over year, that's a 16.7% increase from the second quarter and a 73% from last year. There's still a lot of inventory out there. There's 1.7 million homes headed for the market because of foreclosures or delinquency. That's called shadow inventory. It increased 55% this year. I look at homes not as an investment, but as a liability. Let's go to Rob in San Francisco. Rob? Yeah, it's Rob. Rob, it's Rob. It's the Rob and Rob Show. Yeah, I'm trying to find out if you ever heard of or do you have any information on a company called Five Link. They're a communication company. I think they're out of Atlanta, Georgia. Are they publicly traded? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that yet. If they're on the market for the public, I just they want me to invest some money with them uh, to help them develop their company. Apparently, they've been on the Fortune 500 magazine. Mm. Has one of you ever heard of it? Or do you know of anything about them? When you spell five, do you use F-I-V? No, the letter five, the number five, and the, the, the spelling of the company is L-I-N-X. Two words or one? Uh, two words. Taking a look right now to see if I can find anything on it. So it sounds to me like they're private and they're trying to raise money. Yeah, they're private. They're out of Rochester, New York. Um, let me tell you a little about them, and thanks for the call. It's it's a private investment, so it's not publicly traded. They're looking for wealthy people to pony up money. You won't see five-week stores popping up anytime soon. The telecommunications company is a fast-growing enterprise relying on a network of independent marketing representatives to sell products similar to a model employed by Mary Kay. So it's basically Mary Kay for telecom. They provide an array of telecommunication products. Um, cellular phones, satellite TV, dish networks, direct TV. I would rather die. I would rather die than work with a multi-level marketing company. I would rather go into a room of Argon Gas. Remember last week I said, 
I wish that person would die of HIV. And it was talking about a, a fictional character, a TV character that is so despised by me that I said, I wished bad on it. Someone called up and said, that's not cool. That's not cool because people really die of that disease. So I've come up with something that, that kind of people don't really die of. It's called a room of argon gas. I would rather be put in a room of argon gas and melted, melted. My human form turns into a puddle of goo than work for a multi-level marketing company. Um, there's a company called World Financial. It's multi-level marketing of crappy, average products that are annuities or mutual funds. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. friend of mine, his wife uh, did Mary Kay back 15 years ago. He still has a closet full of unsold cosmetics. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Would I want to buy my satellite TV or my cell phone service from you in a multi-level marketing deal where at the end of the sales pitch of getting me direct TV and how great it is that you're going to say, hey, you could join this club too. Now, would I want to invest in that company? Maybe, because there's a lot of stupid people out there. There's a lot of people from the ghetto who think they can get rich by being a salesperson for a multi-level marketing company. Not me. I'm sorry. I must say no. Um, I Private investments in that a situation like that? Look, if you want to try it, try it. Get the paperwork, read it, and know that there's a very good chance it fails. With that said, they're on a cover of a Fortune 500 magazine. That's crap. That's crap. Have them show you the financials. Have them show you the bank statements. That's a little bit more important than being on a cover of anything. So that's all I got. What else do we got? What else do we got? Let's look for other stories. <laughs> what was that? In the, in the movie Avatar, there's a scene where the good guy is trying to rally all the Indian tribes. Oh, whoops, alien tribes. They're not Indians like Dances with Wolves. So he's trying to uh, rally them all. And uh, they actually did the Indian death hunt call. And... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want it to get up and cheer and go. I want to be that guy who disrupts movies. I want to be that guy. Anyway, November home sales soared 7.4%. Resales of homes surged last month, reflecting the extraordinary level of federal support that has pulled the housing market back from the worst downturn since the Great Depression. Buyers were racing to complete their sales before the original expiration date of the tax credit for first-time home buyers. Ultimately, Congress decided to extend and expand that credit to ensure housing market could sustain its recovery. Here's the problem. Government assistance isn't real. It won't last forever. Sales are up 46% since the bottom of January. Median sales price is down $172,000 right now. A median home price in the United States, $172,000 freaking freaking dollars. Heidi, how much do you pay for your house? See if I can get her. Give me a number. How much should I pay for my house? Yeah, yeah. how much it's worth. I don't know if I want to tell you that. Okay, just, I, I I know how much it's worth. It's, is it greater than four hundred? Yes. Is it has it dropped in value? No. Okay. It's went up actually. I doubt that. We've done a lot of home improvements. Sell it. Sell it and get the money in your hands and tell me if it's gone up. We just had um, it reassessed when we refinanced and yeah. it had gone up forty five thousand. Doesn't mean that's, it doesn't mean it means that's true. That's so. true. It's a matter of what I can sell it at. I know that. Okay. Okay. What home improvements have you done? Um, we got a new furnace. That was okay. a big one. Okay, that's not a really home improvement. Okay, we put in, well, we have heat now, whereas we didn't before. Was there an old furnace? There was, but it was broken. Okay, so that's not really a home improvement. Okay, I would disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> heat is a, important. You bought a home without a heat. 
with broken heat. Yeah. God, y'all are suckers. Um, we put it in a backyard. Oh yeah, that's right. It looks really nice. It does look pretty nice. It does. Last time I was at your home, it kind of looked um, kind of L.A. East L.A. ghetto. Yes, it's and we painted it. Actually, it looks a lot better. You painted the backyard. Uh, we painted the front and the back of the house. Okay, I'm kidding about the ghetto thing. Just although there's, there's I there's, hate you. It was a lot of concrete, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's all I'm saying. The okay. concrete backyard with a shed that looked like a pervert lived in it. Yes. So is that? Is but that now per- I have a lawn. Is the pervert shed gone? Yes. Did you sod the yard or did you plant seed? We have sod. You know what's the problem with sod? I don't care. I love it. Instant. Instant I, gratification is awesome. The problem is with sod? Did, so, you, did you professionally install it? No, I did it myself. It's probably going to fail, just to let you know, in the next two, three years. And it's going to be lumpy forever. It's not lumpy now. It's going to be lumpy as soon as it starts settling. See, the thing is, wow. like, you're a real downer. Can I, I tell know, you that? I'm Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> Stock market's up 30% this year, but we're all going to die. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I want to go through a couple of, of the worst mergers of all time. Disney bought Fox Family. Eisner was CEO. Disney forked over $5.3 billion to buy Fox Family, which ultimately he becomes ABC Family. Now, the network in recent years hit its creative and ratings stride, but it failed to connect with young adults for most of the decade under Disney's ownership. That doesn't sound like the worst. CBS buying CNET. I used to work for CNET. It was a traditional media company that bought an online media company thinking that they're going to get some sort of synergies, a lot like AOL and Time Warner. Analysts balked at the $1.8 billion that CBS shelled out for CNET. Even CBS chairman Summer Redstone had to admit the company paid a lot, i.e. overpaid for its push into digital space just as the recession was heading. Critics wondered why a big name like CBS would buy a more obscure niche player or known for its tech sites. CBS News, CNET infused coverage of tech issues over the last presidential election didn't seem to excite anyone. So there was just nothing there. Sears bought XM Satellite. Another disaster. Movie Gallery acquired Hollywood Video. Disaster. News Corp buying a controlling stake of Gymstar. Gymstar was interesting because they did electronic programming guides. And a lot of people thought the electronic programming guide was going to be like a, a, a blueprint for the future of how you surf the internet. Didn't work out like that. Um, Sony... And BMG, another failed one. Sam Zell buying the Tribune. These are billionaires. And he bought troubled assets of the newspaper industry, $8.7 billion in April 2007. Disaster. Company goes into bankruptcy. Company goes into bankruptcy. And AOL Time Warner, obviously, the worst merger acquisition of all time. The worst merger acquisition of all time. Um, so I got through most of my content today. Let's see if I got anything else I can. Oh, um, Christmas time. Ho, 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 ho. Um, Christmas a little early for the unemployed. Health insurance, if that's on the top of your wish list, Congress last night, they extended COBRA subsidies for unemployed workers. This is a little known news. Congress under pressure to provide additional help for people who've lost their jobs and their health benefits. Passed legislation to extend federal subsidies to help people pay. So ultimately, the government's going to subsidize 65% of your COBRA health insurance for a maximum 18 months. So there's some eligibility issues, and you need to figure out what this is all about. It's good. It's not that they extended COBRA as important as they, they extended the subsidies. Small businesses, bankruptcies, up 81% in the state of California last year. That's, that's alarming. Small businesses is reflecting the trouble that our economy has. Our economy won't be roaring until you know a neighbor who started a small business and hired someone. 800-345-5639. I'm going to be back tomorrow. I'm going to do a better show tomorrow. 
I want to tell you the tattoo that I want to get. It's Latin. It says, Delicious Experius. It means sweeter after difficulty. I have no tattoos. Another tattoo that I want, but I'm, it's not going to get a tattoo. Sometimes you can get a pie in the face. Sometimes you're hip deep in pie. But I love pie. So it's not going to be a tattoo, but it's words that I live by. It's okay to take a pie in the face. It's okay to fail. It's pie, right? Who doesn't love pie? Anyway, um, you're listening to 9, 10 a.m. Coming up, Glenn Beck, the one, the only, the irreverent Glenn Beck. He'll do something witty and pithy. It's Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.